Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I am your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host. You can find him on Twitter. His name's Brandon, by the way. Find him on Twitter, at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Uh, uh, not looking forward to the city of Indianapolis being the mecca of the SEC. So I'm leaving this weekend. I'm getting as far away from Indianapolis as possible um, because I do not want to see what, uh, what Alabama and Georgia fans do to our beautiful, amazing city. What, what would they do? I, guess I don't could, know. You you see what happens when Kentucky fans come up. Yeah. Can you imagine what Bama and Georgia fans are going to do? It's worse. It yeah. will be worse. Yeah. Brother in law is that a, article uh, that they wrote in the Atlanta Courier. No. It basically was like, at Indianapolis sucks because it's cold and we don't want to come here. Okay. Well, at least our stadium isn't shaped like a butthole. <laughs> um, with us, as always, is our producer. Seth, you can block him on Twitter at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Sethers? Thanks for the butthole segue. No problem. You successfully took down Rocky Top. Oh, yeah. Well, kind of, according to the actual score, but not according to ESPN and Paul Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum could rot in hell. Oh, yeah, we know that. (laughs) Um, I mean, the dude is just a caricature at this point in his life. I mean, the dude is ridiculous. Um, let's talk about um, stuff. Let's talk about those games that happened last weekend. Let's talk about our predictions because I want to start the show off with that because we did well this time. Right, Brandon? Yes. Um, like for the first time we've ever done predictions, at least Seth and I looked good. I mean, I look fine. My heart hurt on the Cincinnati one even though I was trying to bump them up as much as I could during the game and talk as much crap when it was seven to three, but then, you know, Seth and I stayed quiet because we, we were smarter than that. (laughs) We knew uh, you were trying to bait us. Right. You're like, no, 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 sir. I don't even know the real scores of the games. Like Georgia, none of our predictions on the Georgia Michigan game were close, right? No. Okay. We all picked a pretty close game. That didn't happen. Uh, But we all picked Georgia to win. We all picked Bama to win. And uh, we all lost on the poop versus fart game, which was uh, Tennessee versus Purdue. Was uh, that the best bowl game? I mean, Rose Bowl is up there game, with man. Ohio State, Utah. Are those good games? fell off at the end. Are those good games or are those just like rookie mode NCAA football, like terrible defense games? Because you could tell. I, I can't say so much about Purdue, but you could tell that Tennessee's defense is pure water trash. Like, really bad. Those were, what, Seth? Fourth, 
third, fourth, fifth string wide receivers. Yeah. 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 And then oh, the tight two, end touchdown. Two, oh, two the Boston tight end knees touchdown. Too, don't forget. Yeah. The Payne Durham where everybody was like three dudes, <laughs> three dudes. So how much did you guys win for that? Do you know? Uh, no, no idea. Probably, they Just probably still it. lost That's... money somehow. That's how it works. None of these. I mean, they're not a business money. Let's just put it that way. Hey, we are. No. We are. We are. Well, kind of. Just the same way as Grand. we are in engineering school. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about different stuff, fun stuff. Well, maybe. You know what? I got a quick question. How long? And this is a kind of a tough question. How how Tell me far? When. How Tell long? Me when. Let's just say how far. How far away is IU from being sniffing the college football playoff? From it's about as close as me being Bezos rich. <laughs> I mean, were they not close ish last year? No. How how high up did we get? Seven, seventh, I think. So I guess I guess what what do you I guess what do you mean by that? Like we're, can we pull a Michigan? Because I think the Big Ten had a down year, right? Yeah. Like, I think Michigan probably isn't winning the Big Ten last year with Justin Fields. They're not winning it the year before that with Justin Fields. Like, this Michigan team was one of the worst Michigan teams in the past, or one of the worst Big Ten representations in the past five, seven years. Yeah. So I guess in that context, can I you? somehow slide in like Michigan state did. Remember when Michigan state slid yep. in and yep. they got absolutely brutalized. C- could we do that sometime in the next 10 to 20 years? Sure. Yep. Compete, compete. No, I, I, I don't, I don't think that's that that'll ever happen, but could we, could we slide in? Sure. What sure. about with the transfer portal now? You don't think that even competing is because if, if we look at Michigan, I want to say the majority of their big players are just, they were Michigan recruits, all of them. But let's say what we're going to talk about here next. Let's say that you get a high-end quarterback now. Let's say Sean Shivers and whatever these other running backs are that we brought in, Henderson, all of them turn out to be absolute studs. We get two Kenneth Walkers. Oh, man, that'd be so much fun. Uh, and then what if, you know, what if these wide receivers that we did recruit, the freshmen that didn't play, what if they're really good? What if that's all we needed was a new offensive coordinator, the defensive stuff? And, you know, all of that stuff can happen. I'm not saying, I think I'm with you, like, maybe in the next, somewhere in the next 10, 15 years, we'll sniff it. But I, it's going to be, it's just tough. I mean, to be in the top four in the country is super tough. So, um, I think if you win the big the Big Ten East, you have got a, a very punches. yes yeah, yeah. Okay. very high chance of doing that because this is not a shot at Purdue. If you win the Big Ten East, there's a very good chance you win the Big Ten championship, which right. then puts you into at least the Rose Bowl, which is definitely sniffing in the college football playoff. And at that point, you know what? Yeah, I'd say yes, 10 to 15 years. In the next 10 to 15 years, they'll make it if they expand the playoffs. Then oh, they just expand have to the, the top, playoff. Oh, top bro, I, I, I think I would lay money on those odds. If you gave me 20 years, I say IU definitely makes a top eight playoff for sure. Yeah. You think they go for eight sure. or 12 first? 
think they'd go eight first. Okay. But I just love it. You guys, I love that you guys are just both Cub fans because just, just the internal optimism in the offseason. Like, I love it. It's beautiful. It really right, is baby. beautiful from you Cub fans that just spring eternal, even after, you know, all the seasons of misery. Except for Alabama and Georgia, everyone has the same record right now. That's right. Just looking forward, just trying to go one and oh. That's all we're trying to do right now. So, all right. Um, speaking of that, any, anything else on the college football playoff before we move on to actual IU news? No, nothing. Okay. Let's talk upcoming quarterback visits because, um, first off, let's give everybody a peek behind the curtain here. My co host, Brandon Dubich, at Brandon Dubich, Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D B I C H, on Twitter. He is. He should actually change his Twitter name to Nancy Dubich because he's a negative Nancy and he thinks nobody's going to come play here. We're just going to keep the quarterbacks we have, or we're going to get, you know, Jack Plummer or whatever. And that's what we're doing. Nope. What do you know? Hours later, hours after he winds in the group, we get one, two, what do we get? Four. We got four guys coming this weekend. Three guys coming. At least three. We're in a grouping of with four. There you go. So I win again. With, <laughs> with my um, ridiculous optimism and that the all these cool things gone. are going to happen. Um, let's talk about the guys coming. Let's start with the, can we say most un- unknown or exciting? Would you say exciting or just mostly unknown prospect in Tyson? I, I can't do it. What is it? Fomacon. Fomacon. Tyson Fomacon. A freshman transfer from, I guess he'd be a redshirt freshman going into sophomore year, I believe. Um, from Clemson, six foot three, two twenty seven. I think he's built up now to. I think he's grown a little bit, six four. He's a beast. Like he's a big dude back there. Dual threat quarterback. Good on, good on the run. Um, I haven't watched a ton of highlights, but I have seen oh, Milton. What's that? He's Joe Milton. <laughs> oh no! I want no part of Fomica. What I have run. seen is. Not super duper encouraging, but at the same time, what are you going to do? They did compare him to Lamar Jackson out of high school. Just going to say that. Um, arm strength looks good, I would say, off, off of what I've seen. Um, but again, we kind of talked about this before we started and about how neither one of us thought he looked fantastic in the highlights that we've seen. But then again, their offense at all in the last, has it been two years? No, I guess a year. No, uh, Trish hasn't looked good at all. So, is he a product so with, of the with offense? Con, again, I mean, I was kind of joking about Joe Milton, but it, it, it comes back to the family guy joke. And I think you guys will get it. It's, you know, he's sitting in the office and he was like, you can have a boat or you can have whatever's in this box. <laughs> and Lois is like, yeah, we'll take the boat. And Peter's like, nah, I think I want to give you the box. Give me the box. <laughs> It could be a boat. It could be anything. Um, I, I think that's what I think that's what we're getting uh, with uh, with Tyson. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we don't know until he until we've actually seen him play. We have zero idea of what he's actually you know built for. So, uh, two guys that we have seen play, and uh, I would say two thirds of the podcast are a little bit more excited about um, Zach. Calzada from Texas A&M. Yes. Um, 
He beat Alabama peoples. He did. And he looked great in that game. Um, from what I've read, stats outside of that game, not so great, but more of a, a pocket passer pro style quarterback here. Um, it's kind of the same build, 6'4", um, not as beefy as Fomacon. Fomacon? Is that, I'm just going to Tyson. Not as beefy as Tyson. Um, do you know anything else about Zach here? He played in the SEC under a brilliant uh, offensive mind in Jimbo Fisher who's developed a lot of good quarterbacks. Um, I think this is extremely exciting. Um, he's he's number one on my wish list. Uh, we'll get into it in a Brando's Randos in a little bit because I definitely have an, a question I would love for you guys to answer. But, uh, yeah, the, the news of that guy is um, extremely intriguing. He's not number one on my list. He's number two, two or three, somewhere in there. But – um, I think if anybody listens to this podcast enough for the last couple of weeks, Cam Ward until they tell he signs somewhere else will always be number one on my list. Um, okay, let's get into the last one that has at least confirmed ish going to be at IU this weekend is Connor Basilak. Basilak is that what you would say there, Brandon? Um, I'd say Bas- Basilak, yeah, Basilak, whatever. Missouri transfer. Um, he is actually a f- unofficially making a visit, he's making an unofficial visit um today it says yep. so um he's a four-star quarterback coming out of high school six three two oh seven looked okay um I, you know who i would really compare him to is maybe maybe a notch better peyton ramsey yes you got the ability to run a, a better arm i think yeah, he has a better arm saying, but if you're looking, at, if you're looking yeah. at play style yes yeah, he just like him he 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 plays very similarly. That's that's actually that's that's a phenomenal comparison. If you had to draw an IU quarterback comparison, um, for sure. Uh, this guy definitely had um, the sophomore slump, uh, for sure. I mean, he was co-freshman of the year in the SEC, which is no easy task if you know how those schools recruit. All the talent in the world, um, but then you know, kind of. I don't know um, what happened. I, mean, I don't think it was quite like, you know, Michael Penix what happened, because I think we all know what happened there, but it's kind of a mystery of what happened to this guy. Um, the potential there, we've seen it. We can, we've seen what he can do. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is the number two guy for me, for sure. Yeah, really like his tape. Um, so that'll be interesting. We did recruit him out of high school, so there is a link there with him. Um, yep. the Which other, is why I wouldn't freak out about the unofficial. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's already seen the horse and pony show that IU has. So. Yep. And any visit as a transfer during this open period, which I think is a short open period, isn't it? I mean, we only have a month, I think until the final signing day. So there's not a lot of time for these guys to make up their mind as well as the school. So to get these people on, on campus and get this wrapped up would be, um, a priority for for everybody on both sides so the one other player um that has a possibility of visit or one other quarterback that so far has a possibility of visiting um casey thompson from texas has his father has uh released a top five for him and we are among some schools that well Go before this year, maybe before next, last year, I would say we don't belong in with Oklahoma, Auburn, 
um, Missouri, IU, and there's one other one. Which one am I missing there? Nebraska. Nebraska. He visited we, Nebraska. We belong today. with Nebraska in, in Missouri, so that's no problem. Um, but yeah, and Brandon pointed out that if you didn't commit today, that's good news. So we'll see what how that one plans out. Uh, but Brandon, if you were to give me a top three of the of any transfer quarterbacks that are out there that we've been sniffing on or have offered, yeah, what do you got? One that we didn't talk about, um, but yeah, I would I would Thompson. I don't know how much I believe. I mean, that guy is he's good. I mean, he's he's really good. Um, so he would if if he if we can confirm a visit, I think he may jump Calzada. But out of the people we know. I would put it as um, I would put it as Calzada one, Basilic two, Fomacon three. But one guy you didn't bring up that there was a little bit of smoke um, on the on the Peaks board was John Reese Plumley. Oh, yeah, um, before Reese, these right. names came out, I was talking myself into a two quarterback system of Tuttle and Plumley, um, and just you know using Plumley on short yardage on ga- on gadget plays. And, you know, having maybe a 60-40, 70-30 Tuttle-Plumley split. That's what, that's when I was in desperation mode. I'm not, not quite as in as much desperation mode anymore. This that is going to... That was 9 o'clock this morning. That was, <laughs> that was <laughs> 9 o'clock change. this morning. I told Things you change. he was being a negative Nancy earlier this morning. Um, this is a, a, another hypothetical. I'm sorry, guys, for asking so many questions. I mean, I'm not talking to you two. I'm talking about the guys listening So, um, or girls listening. Um would you want a two quarterback system? Do you miss it? I kind of miss Trey Roberson and uh, who was back there with him. Was that Suddy? Roberson and Suddy? You no, didn't miss they, that? They, they didn't overlap. No, was that um, would have been. I think it would have been Sudfeld. No, I don't think so. I, I don't remember. I don't want it. I, I wouldn't want it, but I can convince myself of it. Right. We were so inefficient on third and short. We were so inefficient Mm -hmm. in the red zone. Third and six. I can talk myself into a run specialist quarterback, a situational quarterback. I can talk myself into it. Should we not already have one? McCauley? Yeah. So I'm not sure Plumley is a legit fit for us. I like him. I like what he did to us. Well, I don't like what he did to us, but I, I, I liked the look of him as a football player when I saw him play against us. How about that? That's better. Yeah. Um, okay. I wouldn't mind a Taysom Hill. You know, I mean, he can't be your he can't be your every down guy. And he can play I mean, a slot too, right? Isn't exactly. that what he played? He scored. Yeah. A, he scored a huge like forty huge. yard play there in mm-hmm. the um, outback bowl. Yeah, that was uh, that was a killer. Um, my top three, I would say, I would switch Basilak and um, Calzada. So I would go Calzada three, Basilak wow. two, Cam Ward one. But I don't know how much of an option Cam Ward is yet. But there's not been a lot of movement with him, which is not encouraging, but it's not discouraging either. So um, Fomacon is he, he that's per, what a great analogy he's the box from family guy that's fantastic um moving on seth do you want to give your top three or no do you just not care 
He doesn't care. Okay. Um, moving on to a couple other guys that are going to be visiting. Uh, Jared Casey from Kentucky, a linebacker, four-star out of high school. Very exciting-looking player out of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, crystal ball has been put in today, this afternoon, on 24-7. I think he's pretty much a lock. I think I read something on Twitter where they're like, someone's dad of a baseball coach and then his uncle's cousin or something said that he's definitely coming. So he's pretty exciting. You guys need to look him up. Uh, if you haven't already, Brandon, have you done any digging on him yet? I mean, he's, he's kind of what we want in a linebacker. He, mm-hmm. he finds the ball. He does nothing spectacular, but he does everything you need. He's a stat stuffer. Yeah. I'm really high on Jared Casey. So hopefully that pans out. Uh, we can get a commit from him pretty soon. Um, I feel like our momentum has slowed down a little bit, not meaning that we've lost anybody, but I'd like to just continue to adding like little pits, bits, not pits. I don't want to add pits unless it's Kyle. Well, you want to add Kyle pits. He's yeah. pretty good. Bits and pieces. I should have just gone with it. Pits and pieces. There you go. Pits and pieces along the way until we start the season. I don't think we can do that, but we'll see. Um, all right, let's move on to a quick word from our sponsor moan on track club guys it's getting cold outside but guess what mtc doesn't stop running they're running right now probably they're indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport so deep they don't even get cold bro it's like 24 degrees outside wind chill of 10 doesn't matter can't stop the run they craft products tell stories and create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to indiana's running culture Check out the link in the show notes for details on their club runs, which are still happening. And to shop sick gear, sick hoodies, dude, and koozies to keep you nice and warm during the cold months. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10, LEO10 at checkout. Now, on to everybody's favorite part of the show. I can stop talking for just a minute. Randos, randos. What you got? Let's go. I got four today, gentlemen. I got a lot. Ooh, buddy. And the first one, which I think is definitely the most interesting one I came up with today, is with Walt Bell's offense that we don't know, mm-hmm. with the offensive line that we've seen, what kind of quarterback does IU have the most success with next year? A pocket passer or a running threat? Dual option is not an option. Dual, you can't say dual threat because everyone wants a dual threat, right? So you have to choose a runner like McCulley, like Plumley, like Fomacon, or a statue like like uh, Calzada, Calzada or yeah. Thompson or Basilek. Man, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to figure out how the offensive line would be any better than what it was. Was it scheme or was it talent? So I'm going to stick with a running quarterback. So Fomacon, uh, Plumley. That's why I'm McCauley. talking myself into the Plumley thing because I think that's the quickest way our offense is successful. Read option quarterback that can, because obviously we're going to need to run the football. I mean, Sean Shivers is going to be nice back there. He's going to be an absolute just. A, just a dominating bowling ball for running back. Um, 
Yeah, I don't I don't see how Calzada. I mean, maybe I don't, we don't know. Again, we're just guessing, but I don't see how Calzada can stand there and not die. <laughs> so um no offense to our offensive line i think it was a scheme thing and he's gone so um did you see the the twitter rumor no tell us this is a twitter rumor guys this this isn't this isn't peaks board this isn't indie star this, this isn't 100 percent true this is a strictly a twitter rumor that tom allen had a choice of who he wanted to fire and lose his salary, Hiller or Sheridan? He chose Sheridan. There was no money in the budget to fire, and there was only enough money to take out of his contract to fire one of them. Hey. And he chose Sheridan. Well, there you go. So my next question, unless you were done with this, are you you leaning? I'm, I'm done. Seth, what do you Seth, think? You, do you have an answer here? Would you rather have a pot? What makes I use offense more successful the quickest? Yeah, it's got, it's got to be a, a run first guy. I mean, I yeah. think that's the only way you get an immediate impact. You can prolong a play with a scramble, something like that. You, I mean, if, if it's a statue back there, it's a sitting target. That's my fear. Yep. No, same. So if you were in Tom Allen's shoes, Seth and Michael, who are you firing if you could only fire one of them? Because me, if that was the choice, I'd go Hiller. Because I think we sat on this podcast and say Sheridan's going to be good, right? I think everybody knows my thoughts on <laughs> who they, who they should have um, done that to. And I think they did it to the right person. Um, I think Sheridan's the choice there. And I think that he made the right choice. So there you go. What's next? Seth, do you agree with that? You with me? I don't know. I don't know. Hiller has Hiller had a good offensive line. How he's been here for a while, right? Just fine. Two years ago. So I think it's, it's scheme, man. It's all scheme. (sighs) How good was that offensive line when we when we moved the tight end? Every time we ran that that what would what are we what did we call it? Inside zone. Yeah, the inside yeah, zone split. Yeah, with the tight end cross block. It worked. Yeah. But when you made them do things like, I don't know, hold blocks for four, five, six seconds, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. Especially when our wide receivers couldn't get separation. So, I think you win either way. Yeah, I think so too. But I think adding freshness in Walt Bell. You certainly won the biggest difference. So this is what the Twitter thread that I was reading. You won the fan base more by firing Sheridan. Mm -hmm. Hiller does nothing to the fan base if you just fire the offensive line coach. So on a PR front, it's the right and only move. Yeah, totally agree. So, all right. Next question. No, those are the only two IU questions. Um, this is a two-parter. Um, the Big Ten went six and four in their bowl game, second best in the Power Five. Um, would you say that was a, it was an overall good year for the Big Ten? They got a team into the college football playoff. And do you think, I think Ohio State looks like an absolute unit next year. Could they get to, are they national championship level good? So kind of a two-parter. 
Did you include Rutgers in six and four? I did. Okay. Uh, you think I think that, it was a good year for the Big Ten. Yeah. But you think Ohio State? Uh, preseason top man. three. Yeah, no well, doubt. Of course. It doesn't matter. I could be their starting quarterback. We'd be preseason top three. But it'll be Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State top three next year, regardless of anything that happens in the offseason, right? Unless Ohio State blows up and... You know, Stroud and Henderson transfer, which I don't see that happening. Yeah, that's no. true. I don't see it happening either. Um, I mean, Minnesota dominated West Virginia. Maryland dominated Virginia Tech. Purdue puts on a show in Music City. Uh, Michigan <laughs> State, without Kenneth Walker, beats the ACC champs. Um, you know, Wisconsin, they they win their bowl. I mean, it was it was pretty darn impressive if you just cancel out like Penn state and Michigan, they're the only two schools that really laid an egg um, on the nationals team. Like, so I, I think the big 10 had a good year and I think the big 10 will be in the spotlight all year next season with Ohio state. Yeah. I'm not going to buy the Ohio state hype, but I never buy the Ohio state hype. So I don't know. So you'll uh, have us winning that game next year. Yeah, probably. At the did you watch, did you watch the Maryland game though? That no, Virginia Tech team, second of America. That Virginia Tech team was not Virginia Tech. I well, don't know in what the happened. ACC who are horrible. So I don't know what ACC happened. ACC went to, two and four. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what happened to Virginia Tech that I used to know or that everybody knows. That ain't it. Whatever that was, that's not it. That quarterback couldn't throw the ball three yards, and then all they did was they just ran the Nick Sheridan offense the entire time, and it was terrible. So, um, yeah. What you got next? Seth, you have something to add there? I was just going to say Virginia Tech died when uh, Frank Beamer retired. Yeah, but his son is bringing uh, the Cox back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still our quarterback. You got Mayo dumped all over him. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got the national championship on Monday, but then bowl games are over. Um, what do you pivot your attention to? And you can't say the NFL. The scouting count, sure. Like senior bowls. I was thinking more of like other sports. Like, are you an NBA guy? Are you an NHL guy? Is it college? I mean, I know for you, college basketball, Seth, because uh, Purdue just keeps losing um, in Big Ten. Conveniently, before we record episodes, yeah, we just lost to Penn State on the road. I don't know if we can talk to. About college basketball trash right now. Uh, I'm going to focus on the NHL, I guess. We, we've we kind of forced everybody in our group text to pick NHL teams. And mine just happens to be the best team in the entire league, pretty much. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on the pan wagon once all this is done and, and finish off watching the Ice Cats. Penguins have won nine in a row. That's, that's right. what I'm going to go that's do right. after I think we have this. like six games in hand right now because of COVID. I'm close to giving up on the Hawks, but I will uh, I will be open to probably a new, new NHL team next season. I can't hold on to this. We're all, we're, the LEO podcast also sides as an NHL podcast. I did not think that's what you two would go with. I thought for sure Michael would uh, have have hope eternal with the Pacers and then no, Seth, terrible. you would say something. I thought you'd go college basketball. Did you know? Of I course just it's found college out. basketball. Yeah. 
I just found out right now that Lance Stevenson plays for the Pacers again. Right now, literally live on the podcast. Kyrie Irving is on a basketball court in Indiana right well, now. They're also losing to a team that has Lance Stevenson playing for them um, by 12 points right now. <laughs> so All right, that's it of the brand. 20 first quarter points. 20, 20 straight in the first quarter, Lance Stevenson. He has so, 28 points right now. <laughs> I'm going to recap. Michael wants Fomacon because he wants a running threat quarterback. He thinks the Big Ten didn't have a good season, and he thinks Ohio State is already overrated. Did I did I summarize that pretty well? Uh, okay, based on your questions, real quick. Based no on your questions, yes. Based on your questions, I, I'll give it to you. All right, Seth. That's all I got. What you got in your sack there? I know you got one. I already know one of the questions, and I can't wait yeah. for this one. To I be got asked. I got one hefty one. All right. Uh, there's news rumors. I don't know what you want to call it. It's been published by NBC sports in Chicago and on nationally. Now Harbaugh to the bears question mark. Is this a thing or is he just trying to use like 99 year old Virginia McCaskey into getting a raise at Michigan? Cause he's he just the got guy one. to do that. Right. But he, he restructured. Oh, he did. Didn't he? Yeah. So is this all leverage here or is Harbaugh to the Bears real? And is that good news for the Big Ten East? I think it's real. I actually, I would say it's, it, it makes the most sense. It it's makes way more sense, me, by the way. Yes, but it yeah. makes way more sense than any other NFL job outside of. Do the 49ers still like him? I would assume, right? So outside and of you San know Francisco. He can't go to the AFC. In, he could go to Indy. No. I mean, he's not going to because we have Frank, but his brother, he's not going to be. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, I Chicago makes the most sense. That's where he spent most of his career, I think. Right. That's where he got drafted. I think it was four years before. And so that makes the most sense. And we all know Nagy's on his way out, no matter how long he tries to hang on. So, yeah. I think it happened. And to answer your second question, is it good for the Big Ten East? Well, more so, does it help by you? Yes. Be, yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to see a floodgate. No. So I, I don't think, I mean, there's definitely obviously smoke there. NBC Sports wouldn't put that out there, but I don't think it's any legitimate. The, the Bears need to go and, and they can't go hot coordinator. They can't go college coach. They have to go a, a big name. They, they have to go spend some money and go get probably the best guy out there. So, no, I don't think it makes sense for the Bears. And I've been on record saying uh, Harbaugh at Michigan's the best thing for IU. So, no, I, I don't think it's – I think it's good. I don't think it's good for the Big Ten East because I want Harbaugh to be at Michigan forever. So I'm just looking at his contract right now. He made on bonuses this year a million. He made two million dollars in bonuses. Oh, I'm sorry, two two point two, at least two point two million. Did he win Big Ten Coach of the Year? Yeah, he had to. So that's another know. fifty thousand dollars on top of that. So like two point two plus fifty grand plus he got paid. 4 million and it goes up every year until 2025 up to 4.4 million dollars the bears would pay more than 4.4 million dollars a year right we're cheap that's what i'm that's the one thing that i'm saying to brandon there's no way that the bears go get somebody that because the only thing we spend is future draft picks yeah i could see them 
I mean, Brandon brought up Tomlin. Tomlin's not leaving. Tomlin's going to have to die there, just like all the other coaches. Um, <laughs> that's the only way you get four coaches your four entire time. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, man, Harbaugh makes too much sense for the Bears. Outside of Seth, I feel like the majority of the Bears fan base would be like super pumped for Harbaugh. Right? They would take any kind of fresh blood. I yeah. mean... You could put like a brat with glasses out there and they'd cheer. <laughs> Dicka. <laughs> no, please, God, no. <laughs> put that to rest too. <laughs> oh, that's a rumor? Ditka being no, rumor? Oh, no, around? no, no. Just okay. Ditka reminiscence. Oh, gotcha. 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 All right. Anything else Poor you in your sack Fields. there? No, except for now I want to talk Brandon's trade deal of Justin okay. Fields for Mike Tomlin. Would you take it? Do you I get would Ben? Do you get Ben? No, well, Ben's gone. Oh no! Well, no, you no. could. No, no, you can take Mason Rudolph. You can get Dewey Haskins. <laughs> How about what if it comes with uh, Matt Corral, Matt Maybe. Corral and Tomlin? For I guess Corral's going to be off the board now, based on some of these mock drafts that I've seen. But Brandon's hope will die. He'll end up with uh, I don't even know who another quarterback comes out. Sam Howell, I'll be pissed. Yeah, Sam Howell. Oh my goodness. Now Pickett will go first, too. Yeah. So you guys are going to mess around and make the playoffs and get yourself out of a good quarterback. That's why you guys just should have sat him down, missed the playoffs, get Corral. There you go. Then Tom would could have talked about how he had his blinders on and splash draft picks and stuff like that. So Not playing JV football. That's right. In shorts. In shorts. That's that's correct. All right, man. I feel like this has been an absolute disaster of a podcast, but we're still going to put it out for everybody to listen. So we'll see. I mean, we really only had quarterback visitors and we stretched it out into an hour long podcast. Guys, we're giving you content. That's right. So, we did about we know. did about 30 seconds of prep this week, which we've done that before. But at least we had a game to talk about. This one, we had nothing to talk about. So close the curtains. Close the curtains. <laughs> no, let them see. Screw Family it. Family guy reference got made. That That's it was a great reference, though. Oh my goodness, what a reference. Um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. Be sure to download, rate, review, follow, tell all your friends. Don't tell them to listen to this one. Tell them to listen to like last week or something. Uh, and review on all the platforms. We'll talk to you next week when we I don't know. I guess we'll probably talk about the national championship. I don't know what we'll talk about. We'll, we'll recap how the visits went. Yeah, we'll they're, talk about the visits. We'll talk about quarterbacks. We'll talk about uh, the new linebacker. We'll talk about prediction. We'll have commitments to talk about next week. Do we need to do Hold predictions? On. When is the? Is that no, no, no we, we don't need to do predictions, but I'm predicting that we will have commits to talk about. I'm talking are about the quarterbacks going to all be at the same time and they have to juggle them like girlfriends that's what I'm saying. It's real. Well, well, Connor's there right now. Right. Is that what I said? Yeah. So we need to do a national championship prediction. Uh, yeah. Right. Alabama money line. No, I, I can't. I can't. I'm so tired of it. Give me Georgia. Georgia by. Two. Georgia by two. Give me 20. I get just a weird line. Give me 20. Uh, 25, 23, 25, 23, Georgia. What do you guys got? Georgia by a touchdown. 
Okay. Yeah, I got Georgia by six. Nice. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Aga. Let's do it. All right. Hey, we'll talk to you guys next week. Whatever. We love you guys. Elio. See ya. Elio. Is that it? Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.